we going to talk? Oh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, <laughs> we should. Okay, hello. Are we... This could be the world's weirdest podcast where it's just silence. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there are some like that already, like serial killer, like done by serial killers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure serial killers are allowed to make podcasts. I'm sure there are plenty of them out there. You know, we had the whole conversation about how... Is it one in a hundred people have killed someone? Yeah, I think I may have had the uh, information wrong on that. <laughs> I was hoping we'd never revisit my stats. <laughs> well, you know that they say 85% of statistics are made up. So, you know. <laughs> so talking so, of re- revisiting my stats, why are we here? What are, you, what are we doing? Uh, we are in isolation slash quarantine currently like everyone else in the world so the thing I've been rehearsing for my entire life yeah I think there's an element of that for sure so Um, a definite element of loneliness associated mm -hmm. with it even even if you like being alone I do like being alone but it just feels very alone yeah so I think everyone's feeling the same thing I had a conversation with one of our um listeners the other day I, I you know I chat to a lot of the girls on Twitter or Insta mm. or whatever um who's saying you know I've been crying and I you know I just I know I'm not having as hard a time as other people that are out there saving lives and I'm kind of like really doesn't fucking matter no. whether or not you're saving lives because this is this situation is so extraordinary for every single person that's going through it and it's not a competition no everyone is making changes and this no one knows how to react and if you want to cry fucking cry even if you don't want to cry but you feel like you have to just do it it's every every i mean we've said this a million times before your emotions feelings are valid regardless nobody can tell you that they're not because you're feeling them do to get you through the day unless you're a mother and the thing you need to do to get you through the day is drink 10 bottles of wine whilst homeschooling your children i mean it might make it a bit easier to be (laughs) fair so (laughs) so yeah we're here to bring you some of our um best bits slash origins from our humble beginnings as way back. amateur podcasters i mean we're when, like when our sound recording was as bad as this skype call is going to oh be so it's going to fit so well yeah i have to say stick with us guys because yeah. you will hear during this how shit things were to start off with but <laughs> the important thing is they got better <laughs> yeah and uh, we've had to jump we've had to record this via Skype one for ease and two so I don't have to set up yet another entire different entirely different computer system in my bedroom I've got my work set up and I'm like I don't want to set up the Mac and the mic and a set of headphones and a mic stand I was like can we just do it with my work computer also Mm. I've got a Madonna style headset nice with headphones and a little mic I'm thinking about doing some singing on our Instagram stories, so maybe no. you can join in with your um, Madonna headset. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with no, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you, why do you want to do singing on the Instagram? I just like singing. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Good. So this is episode one of our origin highlights story, and there will also be an episode two we're not sure when that's going to come out maybe at the same time yeah so enjoy and you know stay in touch 
Yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, when we mean it when we're not just um, speaking out of our asses and we say if you need someone to talk to and you want to, I hate the term reach out, it's so fucking LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, if you need someone to have a chat with or you just want someone, a little bit of contact with a person, then try us, Twitter, Instagram. Mm. We're, we're not always around at the minute. I'm a, I took a 10-day mental health break from social media recently. So, I, But reach out. Or there's the Facebook page. Join the Facebook page. There's people in there all the time. So there's always someone to talk to. Mm. There's always someone. And everyone's going through the exact same shit you're going yeah. through. Don't, don't ever think you're alone. Um, you know, the entire world is doing this. And there's someone out there that understands. And it's like, hey, let, you know, piss about with you on the internet yeah. and cheer you up. I've had lots of people contact me on Instagram. I'm trying to do regular Insta stories on my personal Instagram. So it's good. To, it's good to talk. Yeah. And also like it's good to too. share memes. So do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel okay. like that was a little dig at me. I'm not Why? a massive fan of memes. Mate, it's like saying you're not a fan of comedy. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I just I don't um, yeah anyway so it's another of my idiosyncrasies celery enjoy. should enjoy this I don't understand memes yeah enjoy the episode we'll see you around on social media uh we've got a new episode in the pipeline very soon it's just the minute I get a second off work we'll record mm. it uh we right. miss you all reach out we do speak you speak to you <laughs> soon find us on our LinkedIn reach out <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Zoe. Coming up today, in this podcast, you'll meet the fangirls, that's us. And we'll let you know how we got into boy bands in the first place and how we want to create a top 100 or so to unveil the ultimate boy band. Welcome to I'm with with the the boy Boy Band. Band. Listeners are advised that this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. This is our first test speech to see how much we hate the sound of our own voices. Which is a lot. We're not doing our fave boy bands anytime soon. You have to wait for those. We're going to take a look at every boy band ever. Every boy band. Um, uh, and then some that we've never heard of. We probably won't do every boy band. We're not doing Walk the Moon because they were one hit wonders. Who on earth are Walk the Moon? (laughs) Should we do, um, you know, Shut Up and Dance With Me? I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't make me sing it. (laughs) (laughs) So, catch me up. What have you been up to this week, Amy? Mmm... Well, I'm still deep in O-Town <laughs> territory. <laughs> I really like them. I, d- I don't... I mean, we'll find out when we get to our O-Town episode what happened next, but I do really like them, and I think they're not without talent. And, yeah, so almost at the end of series one of Making the Band. So you're deep in that. I've I've been doing Bross all week. I've been having a look at Bross. It, 
it expands into loads of other things I want us to explore at some point. Spent last night watching the Smash It's Pole Winners Party from 1989. Nice. It was brilliant. Nice. Um, it had... <laughs> Were you actually there at the time? I was there. I was there. I was probably about halfway back down the arena. I think we were at the front of section two. Right. I vividly remember where we were. Um, it had Nina Cherry there. Oh, my God. Um, and, and some people, I was kind of like, oh, my God, I've forgotten about yeah. them. So, the London boys. <laughs> I had completely forgot okay, the London so boys. Okay, so that's ringing a bell. Um, don't ask me to name the track. Um, but it also, was, it crossed over my two, so my first boy band, which is Bros, and... It was New Kids were there as well, so oh, they. Of course, but they, they were. brought them on halfway through, so it kind of gives you a, a bit of an idea as to kind of where everyone was in the grand scheme of things. And um, Big Fun also played. Oh at my them. god! And last Big week Fun. I had said, "Oh, Pete Woman never had a boy band, did he?" Big Fun. So Zoe, what have you been up to this week? I um, had a little bit of hangout time with my new kids friends who I've not seen since October. Oh, nice. When we uh, were on the new kids on the block cruise, uh, I always find it rewarding to spend time with people that you have so much in common with yeah. and you can just sit and be yourself. Uh, a bonus, we got to FaceTime with one of our boy band members. Which one? Um, <laughs> we had a little bit of FaceTime with uh, Danny from New Kids on the Block. Amazing. Who I've also not really spoken to much since the cruise. Um, so we had a little catch up with him and his family. What else have I done? Oh, I got um, the... Lu oh, I, I ordered the Lou Pearlman book before <gasps> Christmas um, and it just arrived this week. So yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm about to go into Lou Pearlman and I've, I've been doing some articles. I found a really, really interesting article mainly talking about that his time being a blimp millionaire and yes, then how it all, I read it and I've then read the it. fallout um so that I <laughs> yeah and I'm also quite interested in the fact that the um guy some NSYNC and Backstreet Boys uh yeah NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys are going to be doing a Lou Pearlman film so I, I'd like to dig into yeah, that a little I bit I am obsessed with Lou Pearlman oh, I'm like he doesn't seem your type <laughs> What a criminal! <laughs> I know it's a, a dead straight. criminal. A dead criminal. Oh, honestly, that would be better than some of the guys I've dated. Anyway, it feeds into my boy band six degrees of separation. That somewhere along the line, every boy band can be linked within, and it's probably not even six steps. It's your, yeah. you know, oh, three, four two. steps <laughs> yeah. away. One boy band is all linked to another eventually. Yes, definitely. A friend of mine, Chris Russell, who is an incredible musician and an, a really talented writer and a general all-round good guy, he's written a trilogy of books about a fictional boy band who I wish were real. He used to work for a One Direction fan site. Oh, okay. Yeah, he used to ghostwrite for a One Direction website. Um, and he became completely obsessed with One Direction at that point. Um, so... We've had this conversation, Chris and I, about who his favourite boy <laughs> band is. Sadly, it's not Take That, it is One Direction. The books are called, there's Songs About a Girl, Songs About Us and Songs About a Boy. Um, you can take them with you today if you want to read Abs them. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> right, it will give me a little break in between reading about how corrupt Lou Pearlman was. <laughs> Takeout from seeing the girls yesterday oh, yeah. was um, they've uh, they've also been part of the test audience. Is that the most popular uh, person in the podcast? Is it, not me, 
one of their besties <laughs> and not you obviously another person that they will grow to love yes um but everyone loves elvis more than they love either of us mine's been the and same. he literally just barked in one episode yeah. it's like you and i slogging away hours and hours of research like we started our research for this what six months at least six months ago we started laying down the research and, and putting it together elvis trots in the room and barks yeah. Yeah, interrupts the podcast <laughs> and we think we've got to cut all of this nonsense out. And everyone's like, oh my God, oh, this is amazing. Hi, uh, we're busted and we're with I'm with the boy band. Peace. Yay. Yay. Thanks for that, James from Busted. <laughs> so, Amy Long. Yes, Zoe Linkson. What, what's that all about then? Well, we. Went to a busted album signing yesterday. Did we? I love how I'm telling you this like, <laughs> like you were I wasn't there. there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we went, we, busted have got a new album out and they, they've called Halfway There. It's very good and we listened to it the whole way there. Twice. So we did listen to it twice on <laughs> yeah. the way there. That's how long it took us to get to Notting Hill. Lovely part of London. Don't go queuing for 90 minutes in the freezing cold, though. Yeah, that wasn't the greatest decision we'd oh ever made. Oh, God, it was freezing. It was, uh, but it was uh, at Rough Trade, which isn't a great, the biggest record shop in the world ever, so they couldn't queue us all inside. And um, I like that we were, uh, you know, a source of amusement to the locals. Yeah, they all kept going past, going, what's going on? And we were like, album signing. And they were like, who is it? And we were like, busted. And they were like, y- yeah! Like, they, <laughs> yeah. They, they liked it, didn't they? They thought it was fun. That kind of, although they're definitely a boy band, in my opinion, and we discussed <laughs> this with them, um, they are one of those boy bands that, that do attract affection from um, a wider audience oh, than yeah. just fangirls. I had yeah. a message on my phone this morning when I woke up from a male friend, British male friend who lives in New York, saying... Amy, what were you doing hanging out with Busted? I love hanging Busted. Out. Yeah, because he saw my selfies on my Instagram or on my Facebook. But yes, I've been dragged back into Facebook. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's right. I was just hanging out with the boys from Busted, as you do. And they thought we were on a hen <laughs> They handled us well, I thought. I yeah, thought they were good. We, we are a bit of a force to be reckoned with when we're together as... <laughs> Donny Wahlberg quite rightly pointed out to us once that he thought I was a fucking pain in the ass, but you are a bigger fucking pain in the ass. So well, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree. To be fair, <laughs> I did warn you know him what, before <laughs> I took you to meet him. The reason I that he warned him, I was kind of like, Amy's kind of exactly like me, but blonde. So I need you to be ready. To be fair, I I believe from memory, right before that, we had that conversation about me being a bigger pain in the ass than you. I think he was. Was he slagging off our friend Ronnie and I was sticking up for Ronnie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's why he was calling me a pain in the ass. Yeah, I was like, you wouldn't let him get away with talking shit, right? Right. She, this one. I uh, thought Zoe was a pain in the ass and Ronald was a, a slightly equal pain in the ass, but this one's the biggest pain in the ass I've ever met. <laughs> Zoe, rudely, went to New York without me. It's fine, I can take it, whatever. Uh, and had quite an extraordinary week from the sound of it. So what did you get up to? I um, flew in on Saturday, um, where as I landed, I was fed the news that New Kids on the Block were recording a video out in New Jersey. Um, This is a video for uh, their single release, which is called Boys in the Band, 
Um, boys in the band is a celebration of boy bands. It's literally our theme song. Yes. It's like, I'm going to have the lyrics put on a shirt. It's <laughs> all about how great boy bands are and, and like tracks the history of boy bands a bit. So they were recording the video for that out in New Jersey. Um, I was invited across to um, go and hang out. Um, it came a little bit too late in the day for me. I couldn't get a rental to go out and see them. It was a little too much in the Uber. Um, and I was that knackered that I literally went to the hotel and passed out. Um, There's commitment for you. <laughs> sorry, love my boy band. Love napping way more. <laughs> I actually believe that. Actually, no, this is the second time I've been in New York, and my other new kid, um, Danny, has been across the river in New Jersey, and I've not been able to get a chance. So, like, we're within 10 miles of each other, oh, and not so been able annoying. to work it out so that I can go and see him. So I was kind of... I was quite upset that I didn't get to go and hang out with him. Um, How rude of them not to reschedule the video <laughs> shoot around your trip. Right? <laughs> um, uh, Sunday, I met up with friends for drinks, so, which is kind of my normal Sunday in New York. You've done it with me. I've made you do the bit where we hang out in a bar on yeah. Sunday, getting drunk, and then try and find our way back to the hotel. Do you want to shout out your friends? Uh, no. So that was Sunday, and then Monday, we were meant to be going to meet up with Donny. Um, who is recording a new TV show. and Now, I don't know anything about this. Uh, see, I am so... Have I not told you anything about no, it? No, you haven't, as it happens. But I, I, I didn't want you to, because I wanted to save it for the podcast. Did I not even text you a clue? You did text me a clue, and I just kind of brushed it aside. Didn't you do the Backstreet Boys thing before this? Oh, yes, God, yes. So Monday morning, I went with... Um, <laughs> so Jenny of Jenny and Rod... Had one. You know how you said earlier about how <laughs> it's really hard to concentrate on anything when there's a new hit there? You completely forgot the entire Backstreet Boys thing because yeah, you were talking about Donnie. Um, so Jenny had won tickets to go to Sirius XM, which is a radio station, uh, where the Backstreet Boys were doing a live performance and an interview, and we got to go to that and sit in the audience. Um, and it was quite good. I'm not, I'm not a massive Backstreet fan. Like when NKOT BSB thing happened, you know, we, we went to the show together. Yeah. We used the BS, the Backstreet Boys bits to go for a wee or go to the bar. Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't because I love the Backstreet Boys. But so okay, not, I've never been massively into them. Yeah. Um, they had, they've got a new album out. Um, as as well. Um, it came out. I want to say Friday. Yeah, DNA. Yeah, called DNA, and it's actually quite good. There's some really good tracks on it. Um. But that's what they were promoting. So they did. They, I think they did four songs. So they did some some of the new stuff, and mm -hmm. then they did some of um, a couple of old records as mm -hmm. well. Records. How fucking old am I? Forty four. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do a photo as we left. Um, they don't hug. I they think they no, were very what, taken aback. Hang on aback. a minute. Didn't you say that they used to do meet and greets behind a barrier? Yeah, so they used to do their VIP meet and greets and you'd go in for your photo with the Backstreet Boys and they'd be behind a barrier and you'd stand in front of the barrier and they'd all kind of like lean around you and have your photo that way. But uh, that's changed. Like they don't no longer oh, do good. that. But when we went up for our photo, which came as part of this, you know, prize to go and s to see them perform, I... I did what I I went in for hugs and they they just felt very taken aback. <laughs> it was just oh, and you really? know what I'm like I get really bad verbal diarrhea around boy bands and so I'm there yes. giving it my normal effing and jeffing mm -hmm. um, and hugging them at the same time and I think they were like the fuck is this? 
So you had a picture with them then? Yes. Where is this picture? I've I seen know this. you're not going to see this picture. Why? So they go to take the picture, and so I'm just stood in front of them. They're all lined up, and, and we're just stood in front of them. And I was like, no, I'm fucking hugging. And I went to put my arms around them oh, to no. hug them, and that's when they took the picture. So I'm kind of leaning slightly <laughs> forward. <laughs> I look like I'm not show me it no I'm not showing show you me I'm it I'll show you it later no no show me it now and we will never post it anywhere well, I mean I'm sure some of you while you're finding that have seen the poll that I put up on our um, Instagram to see because I found some pictures of Zoe dressed in her brosset uniform and um, we we need to get one of these posted this is not that bad. I've this... got 58 chins, girl. Zoe, this is not a bad... You're right next... You're between Kevin and AJ. <laughs> yeah. This is a great photo. No. Who's the other girl in it? That's Ginny. Oh, hi, Ginny. We had to go out with your competition with her. So. You... And you've got your I'm with the boy I, band I, I tried. To, I tried to get us individual photos by going, dude, I've come all the way from London, but there wouldn't have been any of it. Right, you can easily Photoshop your face if you if you feel like you need to maybe three four of my jeans that is a great photo anyway so zoe honestly and then on the way out so as we were coming out we we came out of the building we saw their vans outside and i said to jenny oh i i need to practice fangirl this is our area of expertise (laughs) the the they're leaving the venue moment (laughs) so i was like i need to practice fangirl a little bit because i really haven't done that the, the hanging outside waiting for a picture thing for ages. So I did that. Didn't really go very well. There's these um, guys that apparently hang outside Sirius all the time to get photos and autographs. And this one dude literally busted in front of me. I was the next person to get a picture with AJ. And this guy literally walked in front of me and I was like, oh, okay then, fine. And then AJ got in the van and he did the same with Kevin. So oh, that's I so that out of order. I did get a really, really nice picture with Howie. So it's, oh, the picture with Howie's yeah, lovely. Yeah, it was a lovely with Howie. And it's kind of quite strange. So that as they came down out of the elevators, you they, they spotted everyone outside and they kind of split up. Like, they were trying to, like, if we all go separate ways, one of us will make it to the van unscathed. It was oh, really strange. Divide but, and conquer. Yeah, exactly like How that. How strange. Um, there's only about 10, 12 people outside, not a lot to like. Oh, they could it, have stopped right, for a little if bit. the security had come out and gone... Line up, they'll come along the line straight in the van, and that's it. Yeah, it would have taken them maybe two minutes yeah. to get through everyone, and it's just really strange to me because I'll take that, do I know new kids don't do that? Like, if there were 12 people outside a building waiting to see them, they'd be hugs, they'd say hi, and have a little chat, even if they were in a rush. Yeah, like they oh, same, they, yeah, take that or exactly the so same. It's just slightly bizarre to me, and I think maybe a little bit of that's the aspect that they never really went away. Yeah, like the Backstreet Boys have never had that the fear of. Losing coming their fans, yeah, coming back yeah. And what are we coming back to? Yes, yes, and, and having to give that yeah. little extra attention. Lara and I have had this conversation because take that are all such nice guys and they're so humble. And Robbie's not, and and this I'm not bagging on Robbie. I love Robbie. He is exactly what he says he is. He's a complete show off, etc. But he walks outside and he's like, "Ta-da, I'm here." Whereas. The take that guy is like, oh, hi, how are you? Mm. And they, they're not demanding all the attention. And I genuinely think it's because Robbie has, he went off and had a really successful solo career and the others lost everything. Well, not lost, because they chose but to they, break up. they experienced the... the failure. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And Gary's solo career didn't go to plan. And I think all of that was a really humbling experience. And when they reunited and came back for their uh, ultimate tour... And they realised that there were still fans out there for them. 
I think they're really like, oh my God, this is yeah. incredible. And you're right, the Backstreet Boys and Robbie have never had that experience. Yeah. So they've never been humbled. Um, we could be wrong. Backstreet Boys might all be really fucking nice. Yeah, we don't I know. Don't, maybe they just don't recognize <laughs> it. It's a recognition We wouldn't know. Thing. We wouldn't know. They won't stop and talk to us. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was kind of different for me to, to do that little bit of fangirling. And, and frankly, if you're gonna, forever. if you're going to go and fangirl over another boy band, it might as well be the fucking Backstreet Boys. Right. <laughs> so Monday evening, we had plans to go and meet up with my boy band bestie. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> um, I shouldn't call him my boy man, but he's going to fucking hate that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he listens, guys. <laughs> he listens. He's filming a new TV show, and this mm. is a little bit of a exclusive, because I don't think it's really out there what he's up to yet, and I'm so excited. This It's is... exclusive in your head, because I still don't know anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> I'm, I might have... No, actually, I've not told anyone. Ronnie obviously knows, because she was there when we were talking about it. Yeah. Um, it's it, this is the point where my two very di- diverse worlds collide. So I have my boy band world, and then my true crime enthusiast yeah, world, <laughs> Murderino. Yes, um, which is how you and I both really got into podcasts, yes. listening to things like My Favorite Murder well, and Serial. It was Zoe who introduced me to podcasts in the first place. We so like it. we were meant to go out to see Donnie recording this new TV program that he's which doing. is about murder. Yeah. Oh, okay. It is, um, it's a true crime show. It's being made for... Did you give him the idea? I have no fucking idea. Um, so it's being made for um, HLN, which is Headline News, but... H&M. H-L-H. H or H? H. H-L-N. You um, <laughs> said H&M. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. They've really diversified. <laughs> HLN. Yeah. Um, And it's called Very Scary People and it's about serial killers. So is he hosting it? He's hosting it. So he's not in a white suit doing the forensics, he's the presenter. So we were meant to go out to where he was recording his, you know, links. Um, In New York or somewhere around New York, right? It was close to New York. Um, And he was trying to get us down there all day and then he sent a message saying, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get you down. There's really not a lot of space. And I was kind of like, dude, we don't. I have no expectation Absolutely. that when I go into New York that I will get to see him because he's working. Yeah. In exactly the same way that if he sent me a text message and went, look, I'm in London, can I come to your office? I'd be like, no. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you would go, yes, please. <laughs> this is the address. Could you imagine him sat in the PA? Yeah, like, no. This is just on it. He's just going to sit here for yeah, the day. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. No, it's not going to okay. happen. You would say, I finish work at three. Yeah, let's make a major. Yes, yes, right? yes. So I have no <laughs> expectation that when I go into New York that I'll get to see him. I, yes. I, I love to. It makes my, it makes a trip. Yeah. I, I get to hang out with him, but no expectation. He was very apologetic. He said, look, this space is really small. And the next day he described it to us. And he was like, it's a really small corridor that you can barely walk a normal human being down. And the cameraman's six foot five and really wide. Oh, so God. Then he kept bouncing off the walls. But I'm so, so, so beyond excited that this is what his new project is. Like, I can't... So, uh, talk. do you know... Talk me through it. Is it... It's called Very Scary People, yeah. and it looks at major crimes, mainly serial killers, but so... Not, um, like, unsolved ones. No, They're not, not going to go out and try and solve... No. Right. It's it's ones that... Have, well, no, a couple of them are unsolved. So, um, they are doing um, Eileen Warnus. Oh. Um, John Wayne Gacy. Mm, I hate that guy. Um, 
he mentioned BTK, but I'm not sure. Oh, if that's he's even next worse. Season. Oh. And then um, the one that was sold really recently on DNA that's not the Green State Killer. So it's Golden it's State the, Killer. Not the Golden State Killer. I think the it's Green the Green River Killer. No, the NorCal Rapist. Oh. Right? I said the same. I was like, oh, it's one I don't know. No. I'm going to have to fucking watch now. Do you know, have you found recently with the Ted Bundy tapes being on Netflix, people have come to you and said, have you seen? Because I hate that show because I hate that I love the Ted Bundy story I find yeah, it fascinating we tried to watch it, didn't we? but I don't like the Netflix series because for the same reason that I couldn't watch The Staircase on Netflix because Michael Peterson is a piece of shit and he's definitely guilty <laughs> and I just couldn't tolerate watching him I feel like the same thing about the Ted Bundy thing I don't want to hear what he's got to say and also yeah. they didn't include all the information that we already know and again this is a massive off topic thing but there are certain things that I just don't love to watch and that's shit like that we're going to need to do a specialist offshoot podcast oh my god a um, fusion crossover (laughs) serial (gasps) boy band serial killers it's called Very Scary People with Donnie Wahlberg yeah and it's made by CNN I'm positive it's HLN but I don't say that's a little bit of an exclusive because it's not really out there yet so thank you Donnie for allowing me to talk about it on my podcast we talked about a bit about tour. I'm slightly apprehensive about going on tour because I've booked a week to go oh, yeah. and do a week of tour, which is kind. It's kind of quite a big commitment. But then all my other girls are going out for another week later on in the year, and I'm I was slightly worried that I'm not going to enjoy the setup as it stands. I mean, there's a lot of bands going. There's a lot of bands on this tour. There's New Kids. There's Naughty by Nature. There is Tiffany. So they've got loads of Debbie support Gibson. acts. Yeah, you know, it's a you know. A, chocker block lineup. Yeah. So I was slightly apprehensive that I I've already committed to actually it's ten days. Um and then what happens if I don't like it and I'm then committed to another ten days. But he kinda talked me through everything that's gonna happen and what's going on and um I booked a flight. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how the Wahlberg magic just happens. It just works, doesn't it? I'm completely convinced he could have been absolutely bullshitting me about what's going oh, on but yeah. I was like Oh, that sounds amazing, yeah. Is that BA? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so that was classic. my week. I'm trying that. I think, yeah, I've got that was my week. That was my... I did nothing. My other bits of exciting news, I'm not really... Or other things that I was, was shared with me, I'm not allowed to talk about. So, a shame, isn't it? Like... Exactly, <laughs> like... <laughs> like exactly what the new video is. I can't oh, wait. Oh, yeah. So that's, I know. That's, um, I mean, I don't know. She March tell me. the 8th is when the... Um, album drops international women's day oh mm. so appropriate for our feminist podcast yes <laughs> our feminist boy band podcast what's special about today uh it, we were on we we're doing our first outside broadcast oh we're coming to you live no we're not, <laughs> no, we're not. From almost pa- live from paul i mean i only slept three hours i'm i'm <laughs> half dead <laughs> I slept really well, so we've uh, come to Paul because right. we've uh, we've finally elected the members of the uh, boy band industries board. They are uh, CEO Elvis, Elvis B Long, who you know, um, and uh, our two other new board members who are Atlas and um, Tahi. Yeah, we're 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 on location with uh, Amy's boy band bestie Lara and her beautiful doggies. Hi, Lara. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Well, yeah, we're all right. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, thought it'd be interesting to have our first guest on so that we could talk about a topic that we wanted to discuss. Basically, I want to get the two of them in the same space and and make them feel really uncomfortable as I ask them about the... Lara, 
tell me about the first time you met Take That and uh, how was it for you? Oh God. Well, the, actually, tell, tell, us, tell the listeners about the first time you had the opportunity to meet one of Take That. Oh. Well, so when Take That split up and I was devoted. Um, Did you cry? Oh yeah. I mean, how, I old, was, how old were you? I was 13. Oh God, oh, yeah, you would have been in tears. Yeah, no, no, it was really bad. Did you call and the helplines? No, but my dad rang me because I... <laughs> you had to say no, but my dad <laughs> rang the helpline. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff made use of those helplines. <laughs> he probably did. Um, no, he rang me in the morning to, to console me. I didn't live with my dad growing up and I remember saying to him, Dad, what am I going to do? And he went, there'll be other bands. And... Oh no, no, there's no dad, no dad, there's not other bands. Dad did not understand that. Come on, Jeff, do better. Back to the first meeting. So, was it all of them or was it? It was. (laughs) I I feel this needs to be a two, like the two of you need to tell the story together because I I have my suspicions that Amy may have been a little bit manipulative in (laughs) in this occasion. She was. Well, I was a victim. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Basically, back in December last year, we had tickets for the um, Elton John AIDS Foundation gala night of the band in the West End in London. Did you wear posh frock? No. Okay. We were in the back row, mate. It's okay. the, the only tickets we <laughs> were prepared to pay. When you hear the word gala, I'm kind of like, ooh, I'm going to need something with sequins. Well, Liz Hurley was wearing a very nice dress that they auctioned off and said they would tailor to any size or shape and I, <laughs> you were I was like... like what about me because they probably have to use three times the amount of fabric <laughs> but hey they were all in lovely dresses Ida Robbie's wife was there she was in a very nice dress so we knew that it was going to be the four guys Gary Robbie Mark Howard no Jason and um who's Jason right well we miss Jason oh we okay do. sorry so sorry. sorry Jason we had turned up to the theatre not early early but early ish and there was loads of fans around the front door already and i decided i'd go take a wander around to the stage door just see what's happening around there and we just missed mark and howard arriving and going in so it was like oh well you know we we planned on coming down just having a casual night having some dinner and uh, then watching the show um and then there were about 20 fans by the stage door and i thought they're going to have to come out at some point. <laughs> and I wasn't there at this point. I was you, around the front. You were around the front. But it turned out the front was not the right place to be because... Where well, was this at? Was this at the Palladium? The Theatre Royal. Oh, okay. Haymarket. But as you all know, later on, they put all the barriers up and then the press filled the yeah, so you section have a, in front. So of, you have a photo, a, a red carpet time, and they'll say, mm-hmm. arrive at this time, they'll do the draw for... Who gets to stand where, photographers-wise? Yeah. Who gets to stand at the front? Who's in the next row? Blah blah blah. So they do a, a random drawing. So and all the fans behind those barriers were then behind the press. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. So we had gone round to the stage door just to hang, see what was happening, and um, I called Lara. I said, "Yeah, come round here because there's not that many people around here." And the next thing we knew, the door opens. <laughs> Um, who came out first? Gary? Was it Gary? I, honestly, it was too much. Were <laughs> you in shock? I think it was... No, it was... Wasn't it Howard came out and then Gary Gary ran out and then Mark was, was just there? What was going eyes. through your head at this point? 
bear in uh, mind you were just going to go and sit in the back row of a theatre show. But to be fair, if Amy had told me that's what she was planning to do, I wouldn't have cut. I, I wouldn't have turned up at eight. <laughs> to so. be fair, I wasn't planning it. It just kind of happened when I was there. I saw the opportunity yeah. and I went for it. But you never wanted to meet them at all, did you? No, so was no. it Was so, there at any point you wanting to flee? Uh, not, no, the same like frozen on my feet thing happened because <laughs> Howard walked out, Gary ran out and then Robbie Williams was in front of my eyes and then <laughs> Mark was just there and then Amy was like, go and say hello. And I was like, I just can't. And then, and then everyone was doing it and then my hands were shaking and I was like, if I don't do it, I'm... This it's is never ridiculous. happening again yeah so i just went up really politely and i was like can i have a photo and then i didn't even look him in the face and <laughs> it was all just really stressful i mean it was awesome and his face was on my face like cheek to cheek <laughs> but um yeah I, it was i if i'd known that was happening i you know i, I know. wouldn't have come that's why you have to ambush lara you can't <laughs> tell her things in advance you just and have to make it happen has it changed the fangirl thing for you at all because bef- i mean amy mentioned previously that before you'd met them to you they were perfect so like and that's part of why you didn't want to meet them because it might shatter some of those yeah. illusions has it changed that feeling for you or has it made you more keen now i i'm i think i'm a weird person because it has not made me more keen to go and stalk <laughs> them because it, the thought still terrifies me so you're kind of um, like one and done i survived yeah. so you know i'm i'm like it was amazing and i look at that photo i mean amy when she met them in australia sent me a video of mark saying my name which i i just couldn't believe didn't it didn't blow your mind he didn't just say your name he, <laughs> yeah, he said sorry. he said hi lara how are you it wasn't yeah. just like he went lara, lara because that would have been weird <laughs> yeah I mean, that would have been enough. That would have been fine. But he did. He recorded a little video for her. He's a really nice guy, Marco. In he it's really Mar- is. I assume Mark's your favourite. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Mark, it's always been Mark for me. I think Howard terrifies me. Robbie terrifies me. I think Gary terrifies me, to be honest. Um, but Mark, it was it was amazing, and I'm so grateful that Amy didn't tell me that you know there was the vague opportunity that I could happen. So how many years are we talking here? When when did you start to like take that? Yeah, so it would have been... I mean, I was young, so... so take that and party album, or... So, well, my first tour was the Never Forget, so my first tour was the four of them. So I'd nobody never else. seen... Yeah, no, sorry, nobody else. Um, but I'd obviously watch them on top of the pops. I'd, fil- you know, video record everything, cassette record everything, so posters all over the walls and on the ceilings. Yeah, 11, 12-ish. Yeah, buying all the magazines for the pullouts. My whole bedroom was... So it had been a good yeah. 25 years or whatever. That's Lara. Yeah, thanks for letting us use your mansion house. <laughs> for letting us kick you out of your office. You are welcome. So that we can pretend we're really posh and have to go on location. <laughs> <laughs> Boy band video World Cup. So in order to keep this interesting for Amy and I, because we're, we're technically, although this isn't an official, you know, we don't have a royal seal of approval on this competition. It's just us fucking about. <laughs> um, but in order to keep it fair, we are that's, officially. That's basically the whole podcast, isn't it? <laughs> well, well, I was on a, I was on such a good. I was doing so well on my diet, and now I'm going to shout, and everyone will be like, "Why are you still fat?" <laughs> and be like, "I had really important cupcakes to eat." Like, I can't put all the pressure. I can't put all the cupcake pressure on you. I know what I was going to say, <laughs> "Why are you still fat?" <laughs> You don't know my friends, mate. Now, girls, gents, Tony, we are aware that there has been a little bit of gaming of the system. You can't cheat. We made it very clear that 
You're not allowed to cheat. You were voting on the best video. You cheated. And there has been a little touch of cheating. It's it's not out and out cheating. It's, I want to call it a a playing the game, but playing a different game to the game that we told you we were playing, like playing your own game. I call it cheating. (laughs) Uh, We've had to remove some of the votes from match four due to the fact that, like, there's not that many of you. There's a couple of thousand listeners now ish. We can narrow you down. Like, we know who follows us on what social media. We know when you voted for your boy band to win the video on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and then gone on to your work account and done the same thing. So we had to remove some votes from Hanson. Because you're cheaters. Jesus. <laughs> That's what I said. We're not voting for boy bands. We're voting for videos. Yes. So when we do the draw for who plays who in the next round, I hope that Hanson get drawn against Backstreet Boys and then you're fucked. <laughs> So, rolling on, the matches for week two. And again, the polls will go up on our social media tomorrow. So you will be able to vote on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. We will... I can't think of the word. I wasn't listening, sorry. (laughs) What were you saying? Right, so, Jonas Brothers is up. Yeah, how did they meet, Amy? Um, Well, stand by. Can I... um... Not necessarily relevant boy band sidebar. No. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please go ahead. Um, I am related to... No, I don't know if it's Wyckoff, New Jersey. You're related to the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Did I not say? Perhaps I should have done this story. Okay. When Nick was six, he was discovered in a local hair salon and was referred to a professional show business... Okay, when Nick was six, he was discovered in a local hair salon and was referred to a professional show business manager. Okay, so I take, <laughs> made it. I mean, discovered singing. Yeah, uh, well, not, yeah. Not discovered as some like incredible six-year-old hairdresser. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't specify, right? Eh? <laughs> so who knows? Just a pop-up burp. That's staying in. The new president of. Can't believe it. They think I'm a lady. <laughs> People need to see the real Zoe. Everyone fucking loves Zoe. You've got to see what she's really like behind closed doors. I, I can't answer what for. For Easter. It, yeah. There's like three set White House events where they allow... It's members of the public, but inverted commons public. It's like the children of staff that work at the White House. So they right. have the Easter egg roll. They have the bit where they... Oh, they do Halloween, so the trick-or-treating with us down at the front mm-hmm. door. And then they have the bit where they um, pardon a turkey. What? (laughs) (laughs) So just before Thanksgiving, they choose a turkey. And they they go, all right, you're the lucky turkey this year. You're not getting killed and eaten. Where does that turkey go? I don't know what they do with it after. I really um, like the way you're aggressively pointing (laughs) at me. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know what you're going to do. Go on. Go on. Let it out. Talk ended. 
the Jonas Brothers announced they would be opening for Avril Lavigne on her best damn tour. Here's what we did. We asked your bros uh, questions about you to see how well they know you. Okay, let's right. see. Uh, let's start with this one. What are you I most mean. scared of, Joe? Oh. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne! <laughs> That sounded rehearsed. You guys spoke. <laughs> all right, all right. Was... Oh, my God. Well, that it's was... spiders, okay. but if you asked me like 10 years, uh, 20 years ago, I'd be Avril Lavigne. Because I'm about okay. 10 years old, I had a dream that she came and, and, and killed my entire family. But I will say, we met her years later. She's very nice. She, I love a good story. Toured hope. We toured with her. It's all good. But I know. they like, right as the tour started, in my bunk, they decorated it with pictures of Avril Lavigne. Super <laughs> nice. Freak me out. All right, there you go. So we have a match, Avril Lavigne. That's the, that is the Jonas Brothers. Ta-da! Hello. Hi, um, Amy. Yeah. It's me. Hello. You right? Yeah, there's um, we've got a bit of a problem. Oh well, I've just finished editing our second recording of the Jonas Brothers, so yeah. everything's looking good. N- yeah, we we need to do Jonas again. What do you mean? You know how at the end where we talked about that split up and they don't talk and it's all really strained and it's sad because they're all brothers. Yeah. Um, the Jonas Brothers just got back together again. Are you fucking joking? Is this a fucking joke? No, it's. Anyway, I've 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 got to go. Um, I'll talk to you later. Bye, bye, bye. Fuck.